just just in case um yep so carpenter street nice and quick and simple um another set of scenes and then that'll be it that's dust that's done um i will say from us just recording similitude there was times where we said uh, teenage trip and i just couldn't get uh, teenage kicks out of my mind <laughs> every time we were saying it i felt like i should have said it on the episode but you uh, gotta drop got... it in mate just drop it in teenage trip now we've got carpenter street i kind of feel like uh she'd have um uh baker street so so we've got another music album i'm just saying yes we had our Christmas album on the Nexus Nights, and now we're going to have a new Christmas, uh, uh, season three music album, if I can put Electric one together. Avenue. Oh, my God. Oh, how can we work that in? Well, uh, we'll see what episodes we get, and if it sounds like we say the words Electric Avenue, that's the way we're going. <laughs> oh, dear. There we go. Um, right. Space Time the ever-expanding frontier. These are the records of the most needlessly complicated rewatch of the Star Trek franchise ever. Its mission, to locate every second, contemplate every eon, from outside time to the Big Bang, to the 20th century, to the end of all existence. To do what no sane entity has ever done before. This is the Temporal Trek Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Temple Trek podcast. We're in season three, episode 65 and season three, episode 11 of Enterprise. However, we're not doing the whole episode. We are just doing Carpenter Street. All the scenes, 2153 in the order. I'm really sorry, Dan. He's shaking his head right now and I can see him on the side of my eye as I'm looking at the notes and looking at the camera at the same time. Um yeah oh i'm so sorry i have destroyed yet another one of the great episodes of season three i really enjoy carpenter street obviously it's time travel i was going to like it but i enjoyed this whole uh, thing as well but yes i'm sorry uh but from that uh of course i'm not alone as you heard no. <laughs> Dan yes, is with you... me. yes i am funny enough yeah do you know what i'm just gonna say i'm dan he's dan we are dan, dan. And the reason I'm going to do that is because we've just done three episodes in a row, and I've I've run out of ideas, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I, I, I'm all danned out. We'll give you another week or two to to think up something else to say for Dan Dan's. Um, how are you, Dan? How are you this week? I'm Obviously, good, it's been a whole you, week since we've been ages, record. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, terrible. Yes, yeah, so I'm great this week. Yeah, yeah. I just had a wee, so I'm all good. All good. It's, you have to have a wee before these episodes. I mean, you know, that was just us giving you five minutes. You have to have a wee, but they're time traveling all the way back to Detroit. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, you'd need a wee after that, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Carpenter Street, the the episode in general. We didn't get to talk about Carpenter Street back in the day. I was on that with Paul, who is my co-host from other podcasts I'm on, uh, like the Cosmic Pizza and Epsilon 3. But uh, yeah, Carpenter Street, your thoughts? I think it's a great episode. Uh, time time travel i'm a fan mm. without being a big fan particularly but i do enjoy it but i just think it's a really really good episode the story's great 
talking to, mm-hmm. like we talked yet last week or last time about similitude being a good sci-fi idea this is a great sci-fi idea and this mm-hmm. time i think they did it really well i yep. love the character the main guy he's a real mm-hmm. sleaze bucket and you know and it's just sort of yeah just it's a great episode <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and it's part of the arc like it is you, it's very not, much part of the arc. It's yeah. not like it's a time travel adventure. And oh, by the way, there's something to do with the Zindi. It's all about the Zindi this week. Yeah. We are finally back to what season three is supposed to be doing. Um, and uh, I just love it. Uh, but we also get a visit from someone else who kind of feel like he should have turned up a little bit earlier um, in that we get the return of the Temple Cold War for better or worse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to start. Uh, as everyone knows, we do the L-Cars rating system. I've we explained do. it last week, but I'll do it again. It's go only on, short. Go on. Go on. We locate the point in time with the L-Cars system where we basically just look at the scenes in the right chronological order. Then we do C for consequences, where we see if anything actually mattered this week. Uh, <laughs> then we've got alteration. Yeah, we laugh because there's so many episodes where it's never had that. Um, alterations expansions is the next one. So AE, where we think of things that could have been better, things we might have wanted to see, or perhaps callbacks we'd love to see in future Trek. Um, then we do recommendations are the pirate criteria where we recommend to Star Trek fans as a good episode of Star Trek or to new fans as a new gateway drug to try and get you all hooked into becoming Trekkies. Gateway drugs like in the time travel adventure, which, of course, I didn't watch this time around uh, when I was reviewing the episode. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did actually watch that whole thing. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, drugs and, and all sorts of uh, blood samples yes. and everything like that as well. Uh, and then I do the setup, and that's S on L cars as well for next week. Um, so yeah, locate the point in time is where we're going to start at seven minutes and 41 seconds. And the Enterprise is flying through space. And Archer is feeding cheese to Porthos. He is. Where's Flocks to start smacking him on the wrist? Yeah. Or, you know, I would love to have had him be there and like they're doing it again and then as he leaves then daniel shows up just kind of like a oh, i thought he'd never leave he's constantly having a go at you about that that's in our history books that i i wish i wish what they'd done with this mm. is that they had the bit where we what we see mm-hmm. then they go into the the room and disappear mm-hmm. and come back straight away i wish there was a bit where they didn't come straight back straight away but there was a bit where um either flocks or maybe trip were look, was looking after Porthos and ah. they were paying the price for uh-huh. the cheese from the night before. They're like, oh, <laughs> God, bloody Porthos, mate. Oh, God. <laughs> and they're still cleaning up the poop from Sim last <laughs> week where he got yeah, exactly, messed yeah. up. Yeah. And some pooper scooper is there yeah. still, just still cleaning it up. It's like, oh, he fed him trees again. Bloody <laughs> Bree. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yes, that is a great expansion. I want that, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, instead, Daniel shows up. Daniel's in yes. his weird tubular black yes. thing that, you know, and then his uniform over the top. Um, yeah, it's something's not supposed to happen. Mm. There's no recording of a Zindi human conflict in this mm. time. And uh, it takes a while for changes yeah. to ripple through the timeline. I'm very confused now. Me too, um, mate. In Shockwave, as soon as the Enterprise gets recalled, 
the 31st century got destroyed and yeah. uh, admittedly we didn't watch those scenes we will watch those in many many years to yes, come um, at the very end of our trek temple trek through trek uh we will watch those scenes but that was almost instantaneous but somehow an entire zindi conflict where the enterprise has been out there for months now has not affected the Rippled timeline through yes have yes. they built better mm. temporal defenses perhaps after shockwave who knows? I, I, I don't know. Um, Was it maybe a mistake in the writer's room? Who knows? It could have been. It, it could, could have, have been. been. It could have yeah. been, yeah. Hmm. Next time I'm trapped inside the box, I'll, uh, yes. I'll let them have a word. Yeah, can... ask them. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to check me. <laughs> Why did you do it? Um, so, uh, yeah, but according to his readings, he's got great readings on something that's happening, and it shouldn't be, uh, in the 21st century. Yes. Apparently, uh, there are um, some Zindi just hanging around 150 years ago and uh it, it's in detroit of all the places yes uh, yeah uh hands up for detroit we love this city Um, sorry, there's another the song for our album. Uh, sorry, we were talking earlier, and because of similitude, when uh, Dan was saying a teenage trip, I kept on thinking of teenage kicks. Now we've got Carpenter Street. I'm thinking of Baker Street. So now we've got Detroit as well. So there we yes. go. My album is carrying on with season three. I don't know if I'm going to turn this into a bit for Nexus Nights, but if I do get bored yes. at some point, I probably will make it. Um, yeah, so uh, the whole timey-wimey conversation with Daniels, the the temporal Cold War, let's come back to yes. it. We've talked yes. about it before, but um, I don't know. It just feels like they still don't know how time travel works, <laughs> or they haven't established how time travel works, given that they were in charge of this temporal you know, mm. Cold War timeline yes. uh, story arc. Yes. Any thoughts? Do you know what? I, we Again, we're going to go back to similitude. Mm-hmm. about the fact that it was a great sci-fi idea. And the Temple Cold War, I think, is a great sci-fi idea. Yeah. But they never got hold of it. They never committed to it. They never, mm-hmm. It never quite worked. It's such a shame because I, I really like the idea of it. I, you know, mm-hmm. that whole idea of sort of, you know, people going through time and stuff and, you know, it's, I really like it, but... It never quite works on Enterprise. It's such a mm. shame. I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't really grab hold of it and, and commit to it, but mm. they just didn't. And and so it becomes not annoying. That's not the right word because I quite, I quite enjoy the Temple Cold War personally. Mm. But it, it sort of becomes slightly anticlimactic and anti sort of – it's just never – it never really goes anywhere. And it comes to that sort of abrupt from memory. It comes to a really abrupt end mm. at the beginning of season four. And it just, it's gone. Yeah. But the weird thing with Temple Cold War is that, you know, not, I think, um, doesn't Chapol say in this point, uh, in this in this bit we're watching, where she says, you know, I would have thought we had all the time in the world. And it's sort of the same with the Temple Cold War. You know, it could, why would it stop? Because mm-hmm. it would just carry on forever sort of thing, you know. Why didn't we get, um, you know, an aged Daniels? I mean, coming back to similitude again, you know, talking about aged Sim. Yeah. Why didn't we get an aged Daniels, you know, 50 years later, he's sitting at his desk and he notices the incursion. Yeah. 
Mm. So he comes back and we meet Daniels at different points in his own timeline. And he's out of whack. You know, he knows what he did in the past to, to, to warn him about other things, but now he's only just noticed it. You know, it was such a small incursion. We missed yeah. it, but now we've spotted it. So now you need to go back. And that would explain to Paul's criticism is actually, it's a different Daniels. Yeah. Um, it's not Daniels that was there last week for him, but it's been, you know, three or four months of them being in the expanse. It's actually a Daniels 50 years in his own future. Um, there's so many things they could have played with with the Daniels character and have him be different Danielses from different timelines, to him, different time branches that yeah. are all happening because of this timey wiminess uh, and such crazy ideas. And I, it's another thing, I, a problem I do have with Q. As much as I love Q, why did we not meet Q at different stages, at different points? Like you know, he could have been. Oh, I haven't had that adventure with you yet. You know, uh, there's almost the. Um, the Doctor Who way of, of talking. You know, you've met the future Doctor. Well, actually, no, you're about to meet the future Doctor. I haven't had that adventure with you just yet. There are conversations they could have had with Daniels that made made it seem more timey-wimey. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. And that explains all the inconsistencies that T'Pol is just listing. And it's almost like if the writers are aware of this, why yeah. are they not answering it in the thing? Like the whole point of, well, why are they sending Archer? Like, yeah. if there are channels, if there are procedures, well, follow the procedures. Even if it takes you a year to get permission, you'll go back in time and solve it anyway. So it, yeah. it, why are you sending Archer? The only way I could think is that he needs plausible deniability. By sending think, back yeah, yeah. Archer into Paul, they're, they're already known to the Zindi. Yes. If he goes back, he's you know, showing his hand that the Temporal Agency yeah, are involved okay. in this, yep. and they will you know, heat up the Cold War. So by using these you know, uh, extra, these, these second-hand uh, third parties, he can then go and do the Temporal Mission without having to um, give away his faction's thing. Mm. Why didn't he just say that? You know, I yeah. need you to do it because the Zindi already know you. If, I, yeah, if they see yeah. me, this could have dire consequences for the future. Done. Solved. To Paul's criticism is answered. They don't need to list it then and then have us, the what the viewers, listening to it thinking, well, what? that makes no sense. It's stupid. Um, there we go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we go to to Paul's quarters and Archer's been given his mission and there's a look as Porthos walks yes, into... I noticed that, yeah. And she's, like, sniffing and <laughs> raising a... wrinkling her nose up at the smell. It's like, you had to bring the dog. You've been yeah. feeding him... Oh, Emmental. Oh, 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 is that a bit of oh, blue cheese? Oh, why did you bring the bloody dog? Um, but yeah, and they have this whole conversation, this whole timey wimey conversation where she legitimately shoots down. I mean, I know she's always second guessing time travel and saying, yeah. you know, the science director it says it's impossible, but these concerns made perfect sense to me. Uh, and uh, your thoughts on that? Well, the main thought I had. Beyond the, yeah, she snips, she looks at Porthos as if he was just like the worst thing ever. But also, why did he wake her up so bloody early? They haven't got to go until eight o'clock. <laughs> I mean, I know he said to look at the database. So, okay. But that's not going to take like seven hours or whatever it is before, you know, mm -hmm. just wake her up about six o'clock, half past six. <laughs> Say, oh, you know, we've got to go about eight o'clock. Why, why eight o'clock? Because it's time travel. So it could be any time. Exactly. But yeah, why not just let her sleep through? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand it. I mean, you know, and where did she? And, and the other thing was look through the database and find something that's inconspicuous. Yeah. That's easy enough to do. But how does she get, you know, I mean, they must have woken up the quartermaster, mustn't they? 
Yeah, I needed to make an emergency leather coat. There he is, unpicking all the stitching from the Adidas outfit he made for Sim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, oh, you want what? To Detroit, 150 years ago? Oh, crying out loud! Uh, they were wearing leather, probably uh, in a trench coat. Oh, God, crying out loud! I hate this period in time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that poor guy. He had to warm up the old uh, the sewing machine, the old um, <laughs> the old boots and everything. Oh, terrible. And there he is, just trying to shove a cushion into the slot so that someone in sick bay can exactly. get a new one. A poor yeah. bloke, yeah. Poor bloke. Um, but it does raise a point. If Archer is the one that Daniels wants to go, and we're thinking about the alternate timeline, Twilight's still out yep. there, yep. Um, that doesn't happen. So does, uh... in the alternate timeline, uh, do the reptilians wipe out humanity? And uh, eventually, yes. and that's, you know, maybe the bioweapon that they're still developing is actually yeah. more accurate because of what happens in this um just thinking you know is this another example that archer being the right captain for the right time and that's why that darker timeline is not going to be as great as we think it is hmm. maybe yes maybe you're right yeah and why did oh. daniels not show up in twilight yeah <laughs> as an alternate timeline <laughs> uh there you go um then uh they are in the corridor and uh they are talking about um with trip how they got lost in the 31st century you remember that 31st century that got ultimate straight away as soon as something happened in shockwave <laughs> uh, don't worry this time they've got temporal tags yes. temporal tags why did i call time stamps why did i just say temporal tags oh, mate, right i think from now on i think the show okay. needs to say instead of time stamps these are temporal tags when i give you the minutes and seconds i'll say temporal tags why did i not remember that from last time yeah oh. That would have made my life so much more consistent. Um, and the the scene ends as they walk through the door at 12 minutes and nine seconds. Now, yes. um, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, why have I written that down? I do like my notes. Basically, I'm at the very end of this pad. So uh, for the last season and a half, I've had Empire Strikes ah, Back. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I've had, but I am now on the last page. Oh, no. I'm actually, I had to write the last notes on here. Oh, uh, and. From now on, from Chosen Realm on, I'm going to have my Marvel pad, which I got bought for Christmas. Uh, so I've always had a non-Trek franchise pad for every time we've done this. Uh, and I've had Star Wars uh, for this one. I had Doctor Who before that, all the way from the very beginning of the podcast, all the way up to Enterprise. Now Star Wars, and it's going to be Marvel. Who knows what the next franchise will yes. be. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've written down something about shuttle pods. Uh, oh, there's two shuttle pods. Uh, in the bay he says uh why aren't we not why are we not taking those and they don't mention the Suleiman pods i'm just saying so maybe they haven't been there the whole time when i've been giving episodes a bad rap you know why yes. were they using them maybe they're not there there we go yeah. i don't know why i mentioned that when, i thought when I... did they get the Suleiman pods did they get them in the second series or the first they got one in um <coughs> uh one in the beginning of season two no, one in midway through season one, and then one at the beginning of season two at the end of Shockwave. So they ended up with ah. two. So maybe when and they had a refit, they left them out. They left them out. Left them on Earth. Maybe that's it. Uh, but again, uh, if see, they were we going have up to against... re-record similitude now, aren't we? Oh, yeah, that's it. We'll <laughs> go back. We'll, we'll clone ourselves and go back and re yes. re-record that. We'll let the clones deal with it. Yeah, we'll carry on with that, yeah. the Temple Track. They'll, they'll be like another timeline of the podcast. Yeah. Perhaps Daniels we'll will send it. us back. <laughs> 
I'll release two sim episodes. It'll just be the same episode, just re-released twice, but cloned um, and playing at the same time. Um, yeah, but again, if they were going up against the Zindi, wouldn't they have left at least one of the cloakable pods? Yeah, you know, leave one for Starfleet to study, you would think and so, leave right? one on the Enterprise as a you know advantage, a, a tactical yeah. advantage, maybe yeah. for the Makos to use. And the yeah. Makos use the the thing all the time. You know, why are they not? Think- why are the why are the pods not on there? the box. <laughs> Um, they, he hands Trip a duty roster as he goes through the door. Uh, they disappeared. Then they come back at forty minutes and thirty-two seconds on our temporal tag. Yeah, temporal tag, eh? And re-enters the corridor. And Trip says, "Oh, did you forget something? Is everything all right? Oh no, don't worry. The temporal mission's all over. Uh, for the outside observer, that's all this episode is. They went through a door. They came back out. It's all done. But don't worry, they've got some uh, inc- unconscious reptilians and a bunch of tech that no one knows what it is. Um, he's uh, holding a canister that he's going to take to Flox because Flox can obviously find an antidote in about six minutes. And uh, yeah, uh, that's it. We end at uh, Temple Tag, forty-one minutes and sixteen seconds. And that's it. That's the episode. That's Carpenter Street. Any thoughts on? Carpenter Street, twenty one fifty three. Well, didn't really excite me. Oh. You know, if I felt like I missed something, if I'm yeah. honest, yeah, uh-huh. I'm not sure what, but it felt like I sort of missed maybe like the bulk of the episode, the good bit maybe. of the episode, the bit that maybe. I would have really liked to have watched that I didn't get to watch. Maybe you know, that I bit. Mean- if anything, you're getting the full experience of Archer's superpower in that he went off to do an important mission. He explained a few things to Trip, and then you saw that it all came well in the end. You know, that's that's how it always operates yeah, in Starfleet. Yeah, I suppose that's true, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, this is the one time in Temporal Trek where we're actually going to see what it's like to be on the receiving end of Archer's advice. Uh, we don't have the uh, all-seeing eye of being the audience. Uh, but that is it. That is the locating the point in time. So we move on to consequences. What are the consequences to this episode? Question whether it addresses the consequences. The concept of learning from one's mistakes shouldn't be difficult for a Vulcan of your wisdom to understand, Ambassador. I don't wish to contradict Captain Archer. But learning from one's mistakes is hardly exclusive to humans. The human race doesn't get killed off by a by a bioweapon. That's Hashtag one consequence. Winning. Hashtag yeah. winning, yes, indeed. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't know. Can you think of it? I'm sure you've got, you've normally come up with some good consequences. But... I mean, the, the temporal trek, uh, temporal Cold War is continuing. It hasn't finished. Yeah. Daniels is still around, even though he's died twice. Yes. Um, uh, Porthos is still eating cheese. So that's going <laughs> to. Significant, definitely gonna have consequences, yeah. Exactly. Um, quartermaster can be woken up at any time of the day, as you say. Um, and uh, Trip is looking over a duty roster, roster, so yeah, everyone's getting the duty positions. But ultimately, this episode, as it stands, just the 2153 scenes, yes, back in the 21st century, very consequential. There's a lot of stuff that didn't happen or did happen, but wasn't going to oh, temporal timey wiminess. Um, but in this episode. Not really, not much. Like he goes and time travels, and that allows them to do a good episode way back when. Yeah, but but ultimately, it didn't need to happen again. Um, they've stopped the reptilians doing something, yep. so at least it is part of the arc. It's not a complete departure. It's not as though they had to time travel to do some random thing like save some whales. They don't. You know, there's you know, as good as that is, it's still what a part bad of the idea. Arc. 
I can't imagine yeah. that making making a good episode or a good good film. Can you? No, saving no, whales. No. That's weird. That <laughs> just sounds like I'm on too much uh, LDS. But yes, um, indeed, yeah, uh, yeah. It, at that least dumbass on you, mate. <laughs> I feel like that sometimes. I have to say, <laughs> um, yeah, it just doesn't feel like these scenes needed to be there in some respects. I know that Daniels has to send them on the mission, so we need to see the scenes. But ultimately, you could have had a time travelly timey-wimey mission with very little either end. These are just the the bookends just to explain what's going on. Um, You know, Daniels could have turned up and said, look, no time to explain. And then time travels back with them. Literally five seconds at the beginning, five seconds at the end as he reappears in the shuttle bay or in engineering with a bunch of equipment and some unconscious reptilians. Um, And Trip says, what on earth happened? And then they explain. Um, Yeah, uh, good scenes, funny scenes, um, you know, Interesting scenes, but yeah. in themselves, not that much, not much no. consequence. No. Uh, alterations, expansions. Do you feel like Carpenter Street should have been a two-parter? Perhaps we should have got a bit more of a timey-wimey two-parter to really amp up the tension. My main alteration would be I'd get to watch the whole thing. <laughs> I'm sorry to labour the point, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, I suppose. Do you feel um, like we should have had more callbacks, like a, a temporal communicator that allowed them to chat with the future? No, do you know what? I really enjoy this episode. I think, you know, I think I've said this before. We can always make alterations and stuff, and we could always, you know, actually, this is a really good episode. Let's leave it alone and say, do you know what? You've done a good job there. I'm happy with yeah. that. I, I'm, yeah. I enjoy it. So. Yeah, I'm gonna, I enjoyed I'm gonna... it back in the 21st century, and I'm enjoying exactly. these scenes yeah. again. And yeah. yeah, it is quite nice seeing t- uh, to Paul react by sniffing the dog as she yeah. as he comes. It's a nice little character moment. So there are yeah. really good moments in there. Um, yeah, so uh, that's it for alterations. So recommendations: the pirate criteria. Ars, ar. What did you think of the story from my perspective? That's what I'm looking at. I'm going to recommend card movies. So, do we recommend to Star Trek fans as a good example of Star Trek with these timey-wimey conversations? I don't think I can. You know, last time or the time when we were talking about um, Twilight, that felt like uh, almost a, like we said a, a sort of um, a short trek. This doesn't quite do that. I know in some ways, I suppose, that bit where they go into the into the room and then come back out straight away, that's sort of quite nice in a funny sort of way. But mm. no, I don't think so. I, I recommend watching the whole episode and really enjoying it. Fair enough. We're going to get this one more time, I think, uh, if, if memory serves, which is in um, City on the Edge of Forever, where oh, of course, yeah. obviously they go down to the Guardian they yeah. go through the gate and then they come back yeah. out two seconds later yes. to, to yeah. Scotty but looking very confused. Yeah. So, um, you know, if we ever did a snap trek of Temple Trek, mm. that would be our thing. So it would, wouldn't uh, it? Yeah. You know, it, it does kind of work in that there yeah. was a mission, but to the outside observer, that's all they saw. He went in a door, he came out a door, and the yeah. mission was complete. Um, so uh, to Star Trek fans, they, they would know what was going on. Yeah, so I would. probably would recommend to Star Trek fans knowing that this is something that happens, um, but you need a lot more context. You need to see those scenes. You need to get the full drama put together. You cannot plug it out as we did with Twilight uh, two weeks ago and say 
look at this. This is great character moments, a great philosophy for Star Trek about value and stuff like this. It, these are just setups. These are bookends. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So as non-Star Trek fans, probably going to say... No, again, it just, you know, it doesn't stand up as a as a thing, does it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly the same. It's it's not... You don't get to know more about Trip or T'Pol or anything like that, or Daniels, really, uh, based on this. So that's it. Um, uh, we have uh, altered and we've recommended, so we go into setup. Where can people find you on your socials, Dan? Academic Trek 47 on Twitter. I'm there. <clears throat> just, you know, if you've ever got nothing to do, just say hello. Send me a GIF. Send me a Star Trek GIF. Yeah, I like those. Nice. Nice. I'll, I'll be doing that now. I'm just going to paste them, paste them in. Um, yeah, I mean, it feels like we're in a time loop, but yes, join us. Uh, <laughs> this is the Temporal Trek podcast. We're on all of the socials. Uh, we have migrated across the universe and across the time streams into everywhere that your eyeballs can see on your phone. Um, uh, yeah, so join us, Temple Trek, or we've got our sister show, Nexus Nights. Um, or uh, if you want to find more of me, I am on Cosmic Pizza or Epsilon 3 podcast on the ESO network. So we are going to set up for the next week's episode and say goodbye to my Star Wars notepad as um, <laughs> we go to season three, episode 66 of the podcast and season three, episode 12 in its entirety. No timey wimey, no temporal tags, nothing at all. Chosen Realm. Any thoughts on Chosen Realm? I know you've said you've looked ahead. I, yeah, I watched yesterday. <clears throat> I really like Chosen Realm. I think it's, a, again, we've been talking about good sci-fi concepts. I think this is. There are a few nitpicks I have, which I will save for next week. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy this episode. I mean, it's a good episode. Interesting, yeah. yeah. See, for me, it, it it falls into this, ooh, the Enterprise is being taken over again. Yeah. That's, that's a nitpick yeah. for me. But yeah. obviously, we'll come back to this. Uh, as we go through. Uh, so at zero minutes, zero seconds on our temporal tag, we have found a third sphere. Ooh. We have, yes. Uh, so join us next time for Chosen Realm. Uh, as always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next temporal time stream as we walk through a door and then walk through again. We certainly will. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Please remember to like, subscribe and review wherever you listen to it. If you would like to be a guest in the future or give feedback, you can contact me by either searching for the Temple Trek Podcast Facebook page or find me on Twitter at Rider underscore Coattail. Also search the Temple Trek Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at Daniel underscore Hitch underscore Writer. Scripted elements of the show or a work of pure fan fiction and any views and opinions expressed in the episode discussions are my own or that of the guest. They do not reflect the rights holders of Star Trek. Any Star Trek sound effects or music are used under the terms of fair use and are not my own work. The intro music, Birthright by Audio Binger, is royalty free from the Free Music Archive. Check out their work and others at freemusicarchive.com. The Temple Trek is a free podcast with no Patreon or sponsorship. However, if you would like to support the show, you can find my books by searching Daniel Peter Hitch on Amazon. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you in the next time stream.